podcast or an episode 315 um, i know we are a bit earlier than usual than most of our listeners are used to us uh tuning into uh normally we do the show at 7 30 p.m pacific time today we're going to do it at 8 p.m thai time which is uh 6 a 6 15 basically uh <laughs> pacific time so uh, good morning to all of you west coasters and uh and uh, good morning to all of you, uh, the rest of it, and the rest of you guys. In the next week. Um, I will be traveling next week, or sorry, too many things going on today. I've been in like 12 places today, so um, I will be traveling tomorrow when we normally be filming the show. So I'm actually headed down to Bury Ram, uh, down uh, hopefully to meet this gentleman uh, uh, tomorrow. So uh, um, we try decided to do the show tonight, our time, to, in order to still have a show for you guys, but you know, allow for that that meeting. So today we have Canatai Seeds joining us. Uh, thanks a lot for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Super excited to have you on. And today we're going to talk about Thailand, um, growing cultivars in Thailand, and some of the other different stuff going on from a Thai guy who's been here for, for quite a while, um, originally from California, and then uh, uh, over here uh, kind of you know doing what a lot of us are doing, uh, helping educate the, the Thai market on, on how to do things properly. So Really excited to have him on today. So thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, why don't you uh, tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and how you got into this? Uh, into cannabis or into actually over here? In, into cannabis and then into Thailand. Into, into cannabis and, and into Thailand. Well, started. Uh, uh, my dad. My dad was a body uh, body shop guy, and his buddies. A lot of them were international. Uh, so to speak, smugglers, really. And they used to uh, bring in all sorts of goodies from different places. So I I got to see stuff at an early age, uh, lots of stuff from Southeast Asia uh, and stuff also from Africa. So uh, all the stories you hear, you know, shop talk and all this stuff uh, made me eventually in my 30s, I came over here with a camera and that's how I got the time was the stories and seeing so much stuff through the 70s and 80s and early 80s. It was pretty much over by the mid 80s, it was gone. But uh, import wise. And then uh, cannabis, I started playing with cannabis uh, when I was 15. I had an intervention. My uncles came down and tried to tell me to stop growing at 15 years old because my, my father passed away when I was 14. And so, like a year later, I started trying to pop seeds and grow stuff. And that was where I started when I was 15. And then by the time I was 18 or 19, I really started getting into it seriously. And that's when I actually started actually taking males and picking out stuff and making seeds. Um, it, was, it was probably, uh, ooh, I don't know, uh, 92. So I started dabbling with stuff like that. And then by like 96, I was really into it. So, and um, 2000, between 2009 and 2017, I had a small little, I wouldn't call a seed company. It was just, I, I would share stuff that I'd create myself and I'd have 
enough seeds to where I can make packets. And, and I did the club thing for a while where I was putting product into the club. And uh, so the guys asked me if I had beans. And I said, yeah, I do beans. And I, because he saw the name Baps Genetics on, on one of my things and he was asking about it. Uh, which is Bay Area Fire Genetics. That's what what the sticker I had. And uh, so I did the CPAC thing for about two years and people dug it, you know, Um, and I really got into it. By the time I left the the ranch, I, you know, had been, you know, saving, you know, making F2s and stuff like that since, you know, the late nineties, I started uh, getting into it and, and basically uh, it took over everything. I just became, I just did cannabis. That's it. You know, uh, turkey bags filled down the highway straight up. That's just what I did. Uh, you know, and that's what my, my wife, uh, she got to see eight years of how it is to, to deal with the Cali market and, you know, it'd be from the hillside down to the Bay Area and get into the cities and do your thing. And she got to see how, how that was. And but most importantly, she got to see how Northern California uh, rocks uh, cannabis, you know, the outdoor big, you know, we had a, we did every style growing there. We did, you know, I had a hoop house from Morgan Valley. I had like a 30 by 60 with a six foot, yeah, uh, yeah. With a, excuse me, a six foot. We extended it the height six feet, so we had twenty four foot ceiling. And then, uh, two uh, thousand four, two thousand thirteen. Oh man, it's hard for me to think. It was two thousand thirteen. I brought seeds back from here, and I threw them in the green. I got like a few males and two females. I got rid of the males because I already had in my mind what I wanted to do. I wanted, I wanted to cross this OG Kush that I brought also here's my main breeding strain onto a lot of stuff because it's just it's just pure raw OG from Grass Valley, California, North San Juan, uh, Nevada County area. And it's just, uh, it came from a legit source, a, a old, old OG in the, in the scene. You know, the guy's got 20 years on me and I'm 49. So, you know, the guy is, is legit and, 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 and I was what, what, what caught my eye about this OG was uh, not only you know the, the smell and everything, the taste and the flavor and the potency, but the production on it. This, this guy was doing outdoor, but he, uh, all organic and teas and stuff like that. But he also this old dude was doing an indoor setup, and it was he was crushing the like it was amazing. I mean, the guy was getting like over oh, three and lighters. I mean, stupid weight. I was like, what? Is going on because at that point it's genetics. There's nothing else than to give you this much weight. And if you're getting like an ounce and a half per square foot indoor, I don't know where it's, what it was. It was something stupid. And so uh, my buddy got the beans, and it took me two seasons to get them from my buddy. I, I was itching to get them because he finally got them from the guy, and then I wanted them so bad. And finally, I got them as uh, he uh, I got him as an F two. So and he gave me a nice glut of them. Uh, and he and he was trying to work out because there was a pheno there was a there was a difference in there that the old guy was trying to work out that he gave the seeds to my butt my mentor kind of my buddy's eye and that's who really opened my eyes to uh, knowing what you're looking for and, and knowing how knowing more about 
getting in it and, and, and knowing exactly how to pull the best of the cream of the crop uh, for, versus, you know, if it's a male you're looking for or, you know, structure wise, and smells and whatever. And, and most of the time, like with a male, you got to wait till the end even see what if that male's legit. That's how I feel. It's got, you got to wait till the end, just like a flower to see how good your male is. So, um, Anyways, yeah, man. So, you know, uh, my wife got to see how that was. So when she came over here and we started this Canatai thing, or, you know, she did. I, like I said, I'm over here. I just, I'm just like a, a mascot, man. I, you know, I don't, I don't work. Uh, I, I was holding the reins over there and holding it down on the west side. And now over here, this is in my house. And I got much respect for that. And so she takes care of her husband. She took the knowledge off the hill and she brought it here. And I think she's up on just about, I'm not saying it because it's my wife. I'm saying it because I know she's seen and what she's been in with her hands in the dirt doing uh, good, good work. Um, I mean, she was doing hive splits even, you know, honeybees. This is crazy stuff over there that a lot of people don't experience. Um, so I know, you know, in the cannabis thing from seed starting a seed to uh, slow curing high grade sticky, she's got it down. She understands the burping concept of at the end to, you know, you know, not locking chlorophyll in your plant and drying it too quick or the humidity or temperature of, of the, of the curing area is crucial. And that's the hard, you know, the curing when it comes to smoke is, is that's, that's what gets you the home run. Uh, because I believe you could have the best strain in the world and mess up the cure and it's not going to be good versus having a cultivar that's not the greatest, but you cure it really good and it's still going to be good. So, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, in a lot of part of the world, you know, Thailand, but also in Africa too, when I was in Zimbabwe, women are the ones that know what's up with the garden. Women are the ones that can answer the fertilizer and, and pest control questions and all the actual garden agriculture questions. You talk to the, the, the elder women in the in the community, not the men. The men are yeah. off doing other stuff. They're fishing, they're tending the field, they're doing stuff yeah. that is you know, working on the machinery for you know, they're not in the garden. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's one hundred. Yeah, yeah this we had 85% women workers in Zimbabwe. Um, so just to give you an example. Yeah, the ties in, man. I mean, really, yep. in reality, uh, they're the ones that hold it down. Uh, like green thumb. It's amazing that almost, you know, especially the, the women up here in Esau, man. It's just, I mean, this is where all the, this is where all the food's grown for, for not just export, but for the country too. A lot of it, not all of it, but a lot comes from here. From this this region and Petroboom too, right? You got a ton of rice out there, right? Yep, tons of rice. Yeah, and then and, and you're I mean Petroboom's not that far from me, and it's not that far. A couple hours. Yeah, it's not it's not that far. I mean, I I ride 150 clicks sometimes in a day, just following my GPS to find good fishing spots because that's how I do it. I'll like look for a big body of water that could be. 70 kilometers away and i'll just hit go and just follow my gps that and go see what it looks like if you want to hit any out here in petroboon let me know because i love fishing and i have lots of cool tricks and tips i've learned around the world so i'm but, super down bro <laughs> i'm a fishing nut dude i mean and the thing is is, is 
I mean, have you fished here a lot? I've fished. No, not at all. Other than basket oh. fishing, because that's what we were doing. So I'm super stoked, but I, I'm, I've worked in the pet trade, right? So I'm super stoked to go fishing for snakeheads and a whole bunch of stuff that I've only seen in the pet trade. Right. So I'm stoked on that. That's, that's the one right there. You said giant so you, like, you like bass fishing. You like, you like lure fishing, giant right? Barbs. What's that? You like lure fishing, right? Uh, any kind of fishing, really. I'll be honest with you. I, I, I'm also happy sitting there with a beer or a fat blunt and, uh, and an, you know, a couple, two or three rods in the water and wait for them to that's bite too. Slums, for that's how you get the slugs right there. If you go on and throw some meat out there and wait, you're going to get a slug. This place is amazing. You can pull in a Volkswagen. <laughs> yeah. I've heard, I've heard some stories of some of the different stuff out here and how big they can get. Um, if you have the right type of bait and stuff, but I think uh, I have some some tips and tricks that I've learned. Uh, you know, garlic bait's really good too. Uh, mixing some garlic with whatever some local chum and fishes and some yeah. dough. I've done yeah. it. I've done it with hot dogs, man. You can marinate oh. hot dogs and garlic, bro. Oh man, yep. no more. Yeah. Yep. Forget it, man. So You're just gonna so obliterate everything. Yeah, dude. The fit and it's like the the variety of fish here, bro, is amazing. It's just, it's amazing how many different types of and eel. And I mean, I, I don't know if you eat eel, but I love eel. I eat all fish. So. Oh, man. The eel, <laughs> man, the balai, you know, pack pit balai over here. They call it like pack pit. Check that out sometime. If you can ever get that that dish, pack pit balai. It is just off the pack pit eel. Hell yeah. Man, off the Oops. hook. So tell us about growing in Thailand. What are some of the challenges you face and, and some of the oh. maybe things you faced as well right on bro yeah good good yeah um i basically came here thinking i knew a lot about uh you know i, I mean I, I know what i know but come over here is way different um broadleaf cultivars in broad in an open full sun with no shade cloth no forget, forget it, it. Yep. forget it. oh kush anything that's after I don't know which, you know, the Afghani cultivar, that real packy, broadleaf, squatted, chunky, meaty, quick flowering, you know, stanky dank. That stuff does not like the full sun. It shuts down uh, completely. I, you know, uh, my OG Kush hated it. My perps they didn't, none of them. Anything I brought from the West Side, except for, uh, my kid sent me a 20 pack of free show, of course. I got free show, and that is the only thing from the west side being formed that that, that, that that was born over there that does not mind the full sun. As a matter of fact, it almost is, is just, it's just as happier. It doesn't shut down as much as the, as the heirloom tie. It's amazing. The heirloom ties will wilt or they'll still they'll, they'll, they'll drop a little bit, not like the the or the broadleaf, they're, they're, they're done, they'll die. I mean, you're killing. So, anyways, that was a pro that was a learning curve for me. Uh, realizing you need to have that black netting or green netting that you know that cuts, you know, whatever thirty or forty percent of the light out, whatever it does. And then they excel; they love it. But um, even in when it gets a buck oh five, and it's still got that humidity in the air, and it's a buck oh five. Just they'll even they won't. Will is hard like full sun, but they're still not happy just because of the temperature and the air is too hot. So, um, but being, being that, or saying that, 
that uh, I F I F three my my OG Kush, and at the same time when I made an F three, I S one it. I did a clidal thing on one and made an S one. Now I've noticed on the OG hybrids and nice and things like that. Uh, they build up heat tolerance. Uh, there's memory in the seeds, and that is legit because the vigor and stuff off the broadleaf that's made here is is not. Uh, they don't. They won't wilt out, or they won't kind of feel that heat that's in the air like they, like I was talking about. Uh, if you put them in the out in the raw light, the pure sunlight, yeah, they're still shut down, but they won't. I've noticed that they get they get better through uh, being bred here. So you know, I breed. Uh, Indoors sometimes in the winter, I have to do it indoors because there's too much humidity in the air. And as soon as the pollen sack opens, uh, it, 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 um, it kills the pollen. You know, it, it kills it even if it floats still, it's not as strong and, or it comes out like peanut butter right off the bat and it's chunky, it won't float. And it's because that's how sticky it is here. I was wondering if I did an STS mess up on this freak show prior to this last pollination and i thought i had messed it up but i didn't it was because the it was the beginning of winter and it was rainy and and stuff like that and i was doing my stuff outdoor but not like the plants weren't getting wet so i have a overhang but just the humidity in the air was messing up the pollen so it's just like when you knock a plant and the next day you want to get rid of the pollen because you can see the hairs are knocked and the, and the process is over. It's done. They're knocked. Now you can spray that branch of water to kill off the rest of the pollen if you don't want drift. I mean, as a lot of people do that. Um, it already does that before the pollen can drop. See, so now you're getting your pollen. Like I got seeds, right? But the sporadic, sporadic hairs would get hit here and there. That not like when you... I would take like the scissors and I would sit there with like fiskers and I would take a pile in a little cup of all the pollen sacks that are like dry. They, they look to me, that's what you, they're ready. But even though I took the AC on in the bedroom, get the AC going and I would chop up a pile and let, first I'd let them sit out and dry in the AC. I was, I was putting my plants in our bedroom and in the AC to try and suck the moisture out of the air while the pollen sacks would open. And I tried everything. And that's what got me sporadic seeds was actually doing the AC thing. But it's, so it's definitely, a, it's, it's crazy the thing that I don't know how the, the, the heirloom, the heirlooms would, would, would breed or open pollinate themselves out there in sticky air during, the, um, during that season. I don't know how much pollination is going on naturally during that time, especially with the rain coming down every whatever sporadic storms and you see it you know how it is um oh yeah it would wash, wash any fresh pollen off and then and even and the other pollen is going to be open when it's not raining because it's soaking wet all around it and the air is so wet that pollen is not going to go anywhere so i mean i've seen it. so i so now I'm, I'm moving into indoors because of the fact that uh for pollinating outdoors here in the winter time it's not going to happen now we're coming into uh the cold season, it should the humidity should stop because of the rain. So we'll find out how good uh, pollen floats in this coming. So that's I'm starting now. Another well, I've always got multiple uh, projects going on. 
wanted to highlight one that you did, and it was one that I kind of had me drooling. Um, you have an ABC freak show cross, and what I thought was bizarre was it has both leaf expressions, both leaf mutation expressions on the same plant, yeah. which is well, that's bizarre. not the same plant. That's mom and dad. That's mom and dad together. But I do have another photo on my IG of of all the leaf patterns together in one in one on uh, I pulled the leaves actually I pulled the leaves off and I set them all together with a little round a little round uh, excuse me container with a can of tie sticker and it's they all it's the ABC it uh, excuse me it's not it's oh yeah excuse me it's a uh, freaky bastard ABC and and freak show all three on the same little uh they're there somewhere this one right there yep that's it that's that right there's gen three generations that's mom dad and baby the one that's in the the one that's kind of the brighter fat little circle leaf in the in the uh right kind of towards the, the upper you know the the, the three yeah that one right there that is abc that's mom and then the one below that and on the other side of it that's freak show that's freaky bastard and then the other long ones you can tell that's that those are freak show yeah that's dad mom and baby leaf right there that's really that's cool what my, yeah can you explain then, to people um for those of the, you at home that don't know what abc is and what freak show is and why this doesn't uh, Australian bastard, I believe, is a like a, an heirloom to uh, Australia. I, I think they, I believe, they, they found it out in the bush. I know somebody the, I think found it out there growing natural. I believe I'm not positive with that, um, but that's what I think. The, that show, the, huh? The original, the original story with ABC, how it was told by Mark Emery's company, which is the first one that I know of that had seeds available back in the was it in the 90s or early 2000s before he got arrested um was that it got collected one time in northern queensland somewhere and that they had it at like the the botanical gardens in sydney or something like that and then somebody stole it out of it and then it ended up in the market and that's the original story but who knows if it's true or not right on yeah and it's a true it, you know the one i the abc i got was pure abc so or i think it's an f and yeah, that one, that's, that's the, that's the pure ABC and the seeds you see in there are freak show knocked, knocked on that. That was when I created Freaky Bastard F1. And the, the, uh, the offspring comes out, you know, it, it's crazy enough is you get almost a normal cannabis leaf out of that mix. It went back to the original genome, I guess, I, right? I don't know what's. I have pictures of that too on there. There's a picture on there where I just I, I'm showing just a three-bladed leaf and it's really saw bladed. The, the, the jagged edges are really you know huge. And there's not a lot of them. It's almost like the leaf has like eight jags. It's crazy. They're huge. That's freaky bastard. Uh, one of the one of the genotypes. That's what that, no, that's pure. No, this one's going to look like more of a normal cannabis leaf, but it's a three blade. And it's only got three blades in the picture. And it's got a really, really jagged saw blade, like a wood blade tooth uh, leaf to it. Huh. And it'll say freaky bastard. I believe. 
Race, race Freak has pretty good serration. Yeah, Race Freak, you see how it double whipped, double, it gave a real nice double hook on the, uh, a big hook and then a small hook on top of each one. <clears throat> yeah, it's uh, trippy, man. I'm telling you, and the production of the one that I'm getting to see up here at my buddies that's 30 clicks away in, in, in Ampercom, uh, he's running a bunch of gear so I can go check it. Because I can't run. I got so much stuff. I, I, mean, I wish I would find more people that, that want to just be able to do updates. You know, I'll, I'll you know, get supplied of beans. I just need somebody some shit because I don't want to, you know, do it for nothing. It's got to be. But anyways, you go up there and the production on this one race is just amazing. I can't believe it. it's still like three or four weeks out. Or maybe five weeks. I don't know. We'll see. But it's just. It, it's already the size of like a Coke can or bigger. And literally the top is like 16 inches. I mean, it's just one solid, you know, weight to it too. You can like move the, it's in a five gallon smart pot. And the thing is, you know, seven feet tall. It's funny. The, the like, there it is right there. That's what ABC uh, Freaky about. It's ABC Freak Show. That that's one of the phenos that come out, whatever Gino leaves type, crazy. And that plant actually, I have a video on Instagram. I actually did a video of that plant from the bottom of the plant it has a totally different leaf structure at the bottom of that plant. It is, it, it doesn't make sense. But that's why ABC Freak Show just is a tweaky thing. And I haven't been able to run, but I'd say. 30 seeds out of it. I haven't started to look in what's in there yet. I don't have the, I can't go, I can't have the time to do it. But I did pop about 30 of them. That's what I got out that. And, and, uh, and the other one that looks like, it looked like ABC structure big time. It stayed small, like a bonsai, like ABC. It doesn't grow big. I mean, ABC, let's let you know. I don't, you could put in a 500 gallon smart pile with vermifier, the best stuff and i don't think that thing would ever get over two feet tall i don't know why that's what they do they branch out a lot they do like a bush you know they're like a little bush reminds me of like a, some sort of a hard perp or something like a urkel plant but, but with messed up leaves total medicine ball but uh uh yeah we'll see i mean i just got some it's funny, I got some beans from a buddy back in California. I said, there you go. I said, that's, uh, I don't know what I know, I forgot which one that is. That could be the, that could be uh, either the vanilla OG. I, uh, recently, this is a recent picture, so it either be the vanilla OG F1 pollen male onto that. I just recently did that. I also did a little bit of uh, OG Kush S1 Fempon onto the freak show as well. There's that's freaky bastard. You can see, see it, the leaf is kind of like ABC, but it's also kind of like freak show. That's like a spitting image of a good 50 50, I'd say. Yeah, it's certainly it, the cool. I mean, it doesn't look like cannabis. I think that's the most interesting thing. Uh uh. It's, and this had more smell. See, the freak show brought a smell to it and actually a little bit of a 
uh, of a, I'd want to say, not really fox tail, but kind of like that kind of a bud structure, but it had trichomes, more more trichome or whatever, and uh, and definitely had a different smell because it's freak show. Freak show to me, I like smoking freak show. You know, I've been puffing it for two over two years now, and you know, I get to pull beans and twist ones or snap bong rips of it. And dude, it's great smoke. I, I like, it reminds me of, uh, you know, with trick or treat, remember Smarties, those little candy Smarties, you unroll, they're like yeah. hard. Yeah, smart or liquid or like monster. They drink monster and crack monster. You smell the smell of monster. That's what it smells. That's what it tastes like. It smells kind of like, except it's got like a even a low gas tone which is amazing you know not like i'm not going to say it's like sd but it's got like a little bit of a soury thing like there you go that's a that, that's a freak show f10 male <clears throat> yeah i'm on the f11 now uh and freak show is from uh i believe i don't know i think it's up off the 50 highway 50 area and uh i think these buddies with uh you know shapeshifter is who it is that guy uh shapeshifter the homeboys with uh, was a high elevation genetics, I believe. I'm not sure, but uh, okay. he took you know hats off to Jordan or Shapeshifter. He is amazing because that you know, and I you know, like I said, I don't know how he found this leaf formate or this leaf mutation, but um, I think I believe I read the whole article from him writing it out that I believe that. Freak Show has South Asia Thai blood in, is what I heard. Is one of the some of the blood in Freak Show is Thai, so that I guess that's why it's on the seed packet. It says ninety percent in the our students. So, so it's originally from Humboldt Seed Company. Is it looks like it's no, from no, 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 no. They they just mass product a seed. They don't make nothing. Okay, well then, uh, Seed Finder is wrong, and I apologize. Yeah, Seed Finder, that's not, no, his name is Jordan Shapeshifter. Shapeshifter, he is the one who created, it took him nine years to make that strain. Oh. Um, that's, a, that's a long time to sit there and, and, and to inbreed, to try and pull a um, leaf structure to get it to be, you know, to come out across the board, not just a percent. Because like, if you read about it, you only got the males. So they only get it in the males. Thirty percent of the males would get that leaf structure, no females, uh, which yeah. put them back to back to the drawing board so much. I mean, I know when he, when I read it, I feel it because I do what he's talking about, but not on that level. This guy dedicated its nine years back across the stuff to come out with, um, you know, a consistent mutation of the leaf through the female and the male on 100%. That hats off. And it's beautiful. And it smokes good. So you've got something that looks like a fern, um, which I think is beautiful. And it does epic in the full sun here. It doesn't shut down. It, it thrives in the full sun here. And Freak Show is 90% sativa dominant. They're not lying because of the fact that it refetches here in time. None of the stuff I brought from Cali even feels the light change here. All the uh, broadleaf, like the, the the OGs and stuff like that, and the perps and the and the, the other stuff I have. I have a bunch of stuff over here. From, you know, I've done, my kid sent me eighteen thousand seeds, uh, 
in in seven in seventeen. My, like a couple of my, uh, months or two after I got here, I was like, okay, put that thing together and shoot it. And he sent me like a big chunk of my stuff that I had sitting waiting to get shipped over here. Um, I had little things here already that I brought over prior to the refrigerator, but didn't, you know, nothing. I, so once I got that pack here, um, I was able to start doing some stuff because I had my, my beans. But yeah, Freak Show, man, I think is a really cool thing to uh, to kick into the to the, to the, the heirloom here, you know? And is you know, it's kind of a, it's a compliment to each other because the structure, how they grow already. And if you're able to get uh, a Thai heirloom that's got, you know, not a, a fox tailing uh, genotype, but the, the, the kind that gets those, those, you know, more of a, you know, more of a, a, a poppy round structure. And if you can and something, you know, that's got some sort of a turf profile or, you know, something that's, Smells really good, and then you come out with some really cool stuff. So, like I said, the, the, the race freak I'm looking at up here smells like fruitcake or something, dude. It's just it's it's amazing the smell. It's just because the mom was a pineapple banana smell, and uh, that was 11 months old. That I actually got two rounds of seeds off, which I've never done out in my life. I never got two rounds of seeds off one plant in my life because it, it's a it was an heirloom, and it, I ran out of season. Uh, I hit it with uh, open pollinated three OG Kush males onto it, and it was about, I'd say, ten feet tall, and uh, in about twelve feet wide. It was wider than it was tall. It was huge. And here's the stock right here. You know, I kept the stock because it made a really good cane. I mean, it's like it's the perfect shape of a cane, perfect height, and I. I really dig it, and it's the it's the first thing I got to cut the saws off of here, man. You know, everything else is just quick pruners. So, but uh, I basically collected the uh, old pollen. I just tied a bucket around my neck with a shoestring, and I handpicked for about three weeks straight every seed off that plant, and then it revegged. I can believe it. It revegged out the out of the flowers. It just shot out new shoots up another three feet. Uh, so now I think it was like 13 or 14 feet tall. I mean, it was, you know, it, 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 it grew another third of what it was. If you, you know, feel that. It was crazy. It got huge again. Uh, and then it, you know, it came to the end of, uh, towards fall again. And it started to flower out. And then and these flowers were actually nicer looking than the flowers before. It's nuts. They were like a little bit more meaty looking. So at that point, I had two freak show males sitting doing really, I was doing little things here and there, doing little selective stuff for me to test here and there myself. And uh, so what I did is I, it was all snowballed out again. I had all these white pistols everywhere, just loaded everywhere on these little popper, you know, poppers all over. So I was like, oh my God, here we go. So I took the two freak show males, put them up on a high thing. And uh, was doing a hand pollinator too. I was just floating pollen on my fingers and dabbing all sorts of stuff everywhere all over. But I just left those two males there for like a week, and you know, and I go by and like blow on them and smack them and just make a dust cloud all over it. And uh, yeah, so I got to extract that too. So I, uh, when those are done, and then uh, then I cut her down. 
because I, I think she was at the, I mean, she probably kept going, but I think it was, it was time to let her go. But got some good stuff out of that for sure. And uh, and now ramping up to, to, to start all, all these seeds that I've been getting from local, you know, local buddies, local Thai buddies uh, and ladies uh, that have sent us, my wife, a lot more than me. I mean, I've gotten seeds directed to me from buddies, but she's got a lot of people that are old school ties that have like stuff that, that's special um, heirlooms that they want us to like have because they only have so many, but they would want to give her some and see if I can maybe make more stuff, more more stock out of them because they don't want to lose this one. See, I've got, uh, I don't know, man, probably a couple, a hundred or 200 different varieties of land race like that that are all marked the name. Some of them, the province, which which we always try to put where they're from in the, in the country so we know what they're from the south. They're, 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 if they're originally from the south, it'll be really pretty good for that uh, that moisture resistant and mold resistant. You think, and if they're up north, Chiang Mai or Chiang Rai, they're going to deal with the cold better and the other stuff. So uh, I'm getting ready to do huge all as much as I can because I, I'm not. I like I think of it all the time, and I don't know if they think I. I'm not going to do anything with them. I'm just packing away. But I really am. I just I have so much stuff going on. It's hard for me. But now uh, I, I'm going to start doing that. I have to because uh, I'm itching to see what they've given us, you know, to to to, uh, to keep going, to keep alive. You know, if it's really good stuff and ties are saying it's really good, uh, I want to do my best to, to make as much as I can of that. What are some of the interesting traits that you found uh, in the in the Thai stuff? I know every almost everything I've smelled so far. Maybe it's just because of the people I was I, I was hanging out with and Mango. and the plants that I got to smell. But it all smelled like lots of lemonine. Um, but yep. one of them had some bubble gum and and almost like a, a little hint of um, like a, like feet terps and then a little bit of gas. But uh, that that wow. it was only the one pheno of the one. Um, the one Thai plant that I had. And actually, we're going to go back and get seeds from that. We're, we're real good friends with the people that are on the property. Um, I told them, I said, these two plants, this plant and this plant, when these have the seeds from the males here, I want, you know, I'll trade you whatever you want for some of those seeds. So we're, we're going to go back and get some of those here in, in four or five weeks. So, but that one in particular, which is in, you know, out of a couple, you know, a hundred or so plants that are in the field, smelled just completely unique. And, and you know, that's what you're looking for. When you're hunting, that's what you're looking for. You got it, man. That's where I'm all over that. You know, I, I put the word out locally here. I've got now I've, I've got like four or five different people already that I've flown by, and uh, they've you know brought me back to show me their plants because you know I got my nephew and a bunch uh, the younger the younger crew here. You know, they got a group of group of you know 20 30 year old burners around here. That, that I put the word out, I mean, if anybody's growing and they got males there, um, I want to come check it out. And I, I tell them I'll swap, I'll swap them. I'll give them, you know, if they want to grow some West Coast sticky, I'll give them free beans, man. Just let me, let me pull some beans off these plants. So I'm like, right now I got like these right here. These are from, uh, these are from down the street. I didn't even realize right down the street here, man, only five minute ride on this, on the motorbike. There's a, there's a kid 
blowing up these two females and there was a giant male in between them that you can see he cut it and it's gone he cut it it's just like a, a five foot stock that goes up to about your nose or so or four foot and it's just cut right there and i was like well, what was this and he's all oh, it was a boy i'm like oh, okay well, I said, but it already killed off those females but the thing is they're at a small snowball point so all the seeds a lot of them are finished a lot of them aren't but there was already a lot from the early pollination but um that plant's not close to done. That plant's still got a long ways. I'd say six months, or not excuse me, six, six, seven weeks minimum, uh, before and maybe longer because it, you know, going to winter now. I guess December, January, January, end of January. I think that plant's gonna be done. That's what I see. I don't know because it's it's not quite, you know, it's heirloom time. Man. One smells like hardcore mango that like you hear there's a lot of that here. That's that squirrel tail. I mean, I knew right away when I smelled it what it was. And I pulled beans off that. I mean, I just marked that as, you know, the, the mango, like the always oh, squirrel tail. And then the other one though was like something you said. This one had a funk to it, a funk. It had a sweetness, but it had a funk that this one, it wasn't the same at all. So yeah. It just uh, even got the, you know, I put like a little bits and I tried to grab as many pods as I could and stick them in here too because I can smell the smell. Yeah, I'm stoked, dude. I'm, I'm going to stoke, you know, uh, I, there's some, you know, people on Instagram, you know, uh, my Instagram was like nothing. I mean, really was nothing to have. For a long time, and I went on, but uh, I think it was Baba with Baba on the Adam Dunn show. Okay, and I am not really familiar with that, but I mean, I heard the name before, but I I didn't know he's in Colorado, and I didn't know he had a talk show. I'm bad, dude. I'm not in a rice field. It's like 2017, dude. I've been unplugged. Um, so uh, good, good crew. I like Doug. Dad was fun. Uh, good guys. Good, good talk. And uh, after that, my Instagram went kaboom. Which, like, much respect to Adam Dunn, y'all, because thank you. Because it wouldn't be that guy's show, man. I mean, my my kids the one who told me like, yeah, Dad, your Instagram blew up. I'm like, really? He's like, well, yeah. Look how many followers you got. So like, a week ago you had like nothing. Now you got like, dude, you're getting up close to a thousand already. Like, well, okay, cool. But I did get a lot of messages coming. Uh, too uh asking about you know genetics and beans and the thing is at that point nothing was unlocked it was still locked down so and i was really on the deal at that point sorry I, I dealt with i've already dealt with the thai authorities you know coming up in here just a jealousy bro there's a lot of rampant jealousy around here bro i tell you that uh anyways long story short dude they came in and my wife had a script. We went to Bullion 2018, got a script for six plans. We're all legit. She's legit. I'm not, like I said, I don't, I just, I'm just living here. And, uh, but I woke up from a nap one day, man. And we had like literally a news crew outside, uh, a news crew outside in her walking on point and all the stuff like you see on the Thai news. You ever see it? I haven't seen Thai news yet. I, I don't. I don't watch TV. So, all right. Well, that's how it is here in Thailand. When someone does something, they'll have you, and they'll have you go back to the scene of the crime and point at it, what you did, and talk about exactly how you did it. That's how they do it here. Or if it's at the spot right now, they'll do the same thing. 
And that's how it was. I couldn't believe that I seen that. And what it was is the big stink was uh, a local person had called and bitched about the, the herb four times. And the, the authorities knew that there was, you know, a little bit of smoke here and they didn't care. They didn't want to come. But they said after the fourth time they had to come. And But then when they came, they counted out 166 starts. And we had six plants that were legit ones and flower fully seeded out. And uh, uh, so I, I look out there and I almost, she came inside for a second and told me to stay because I was, she, I think she saw me start to come out because when I looked out there, dude, they were taking genetics that I had started. Some of them were all the seeds I had from California. I was doing like, a, I was doing a funeral. I was getting ready to do a big thing, 166 seedlings. And I'm going to pull the males one side and yada, yada. It's only, they're not on their third set. You know what I mean? They're just little squatters. They're just seedlings for me. And, uh, and, and here's the thing. I was like, man, she comes in and says, oh yeah, I, I got to deal with this. I probably have to deal with them. And I see them start chucking the stuff in the back of the truck. And that's my, my cheese slid, dude. I was like, whoa. What the fuck are they doing? They're throwing my work in the back of the truck. You know what I mean? This is not cool. And she's like, no, don't just stay here. And anyway, she went, man. She, she went down there. And next thing I know, it's like three hours later. I'm waiting to get a hold of her. I, she said she called. She never called. Uh, I ended up going across the rice field here to the people who have the rice cleaning machine to clean rice. That's their business. I go over there because my kid was there. Uh, so I'm going over to see if he has heard from mom on his phone. And like while I was there, she called. She must have heard. Oh, I think she called here at the house in the fall. May told her I was over there, so she calls. So I'm like, "What's up? When are you coming home?" And she's like, "I ain't coming home." She's like, "They want to give me five years in Bowie prison for for the 166 plants." I said, "What? They're seedlings, and half of them are males. They're gonna be like, am I gonna use like close to half of them? I want to pick up males." I said. I said, you got to be kidding, right? She says, no. She goes, I ain't coming. And the van, they already had the van en route from Booyai. So I know I had 45 minutes because it only takes about nine an hour to come from Booyai prison here. So I was like on a time schedule. So I said, well, you know, what does he want? I know he wants Skrilla, so what's the fucking price? You know? And uh, I had to Pay 120,000 bucks, 100, 100 right then, right, 100 right now, he said, and uh, 20 the next morning at the coffee shop across the street. And I was like, okay, that's amazing because if, if you notice this, this is Don Yin, I told him on the phone, I could hear him in the back, I know he's on speakerphone. So I was like, dude, Don Yin, bro, what am I gonna do? The banks are closed now. You know, I know you put put English enough to know the bank is closed, bro. Then tomorrow I can hook you up everything. I'll even give you extra tomorrow but i can't he said no nah, right now tonight or she's ghost i was like my man i can see you're a family man right okay so i flew down to the local by where she's at right across the street where she's at the little town here where the police station is there's atms so i slammed my atm in i was able to get 25 25 out of one and there was literally another atm like 25 feet from the next one. It was a different bank. I slammed it in there, got another 25. I jumped on my bike. I tried to ride down the street to the, the market, but there was a, a different bank, a different color one. Slammed it in, but I already said you pulled your limit. It wouldn't let me, but I slid 50. So I got 50 out of the 100 in my hand now. So I had to call May, call my mother-in-law and say, May, I only got, huh, soon. 
Sum, sum, sum. So I told her, I have 50,000, I don't know how to say 50,000 baht, but I told her I got ha, sum, 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 sum. So she knows that there's, you know, that many zeros. She, I need that many more. So she, uh, she's on the phone and my cousin uh, overheard her and asked, what's up? And she tells her, oh, my daughter's in the prison for five years. We need 50,000 baht. Juke's got 50. So the next neighbor overheard that. Like, what? What and it, it ran down the street like that to the whole village. It just jumped house to house. And next thing you know, it was 50, just like that. Oh, I got this, I got that, I got this. People pulling stuff out of their rat holes. So, uh, they came down, brought the 50. I gave my 50 to them and let them do it. I went in and, and you know, that was it. And that's that. And she was able to roll out. And I got my six, I got the pick six. They had the whole truck full. You know, but they were finished, man. Most of them were broke, the shit, the, you know, and all the ceilings were dust. So I just basically picked out, I had actually eight in flower. I take that back. I had eight. That, it was a, a hard decision to what ones to leave there because I, they were all different. None of them. <laughs> anyway, so that, and that kind of, everyone around here knew we, uh, we were in the cams then. I mean, locally, it was over. You, everyone knows that this, that this house is all about it because we had to drive home in a sidecar with plants bushing out the whole thing. You know, it was packed full of flowered plants going home, reeking down the road, stinking. So, yeah, you got it. It was. I'm sorry you had to go through that. That's terrible. But uh, oh, it was a nightmare. I'm glad I had a good ending. Yeah, it was, yeah, me too, man. That's the, that's where I'm talking about. It was definitely uh, eye opener, you know. To uh, you gotta be careful, you know, and and just because you think something does not mean that somebody else is gonna think the same. Because I just see seedlings that are harmless, and you can't. There's not enough to make thumbnail there or nothing. I mean, come on, you can't really do anything with those, and they just acted like we, they just hit it coca farm or something they just pulled into a you know it's like wow that is that you guys are that hungry that's okay well um any any particular breeding projects that you're excited about that you're currently working on any any new stuff that you're working on that you want to share or, or, or mention uh yeah i'm getting ready the works? Autos, man. People keep asking me autos. Uh, back home in California, I never touched an auto or a fen plant. I always did photo regular or toss my mails. Never mess with anything uh, like that. I don't know anything about it, but I come over here and, you know, people ask for autos. Like, you wouldn't believe how much people, you know, come in for beans and they are like, I'd say half of the people, at least half, ask for autos. So I'm doing an auto thing right now. Uh, actually, just got a message from a buddy of mine tonight that the that he's getting getting uh, some really nice autos and was asking me if he could send me a nice handful if I was able to maybe do an S one on them because they're really good. And I said sure because uh, I've actually got I did a, a little one, but it was also this, I had a problem with the, the humidity on my auto, so I did the freak show. I had a problem, and then in the full blown winter here. Even though I was had them back there in the ace, it didn't it didn't help. I I got very little seeds. I mean, I basically got S one 
back to themselves a lot. So like I got I had cherry colorados from Fast Buds, mimosa cake from uh Fast Buds and Gorilla Cookies from Fast Buds. Um and I know there's probably a little cross pollination that, that I'm not worried about. I don't care because like I said, I'm just gonna be pulling stuff out and, and smells and stuff that I want and going with that anyways. Um so I'm gonna do uh, like a little mix up of some of like the cherry, the cherry pollen and most of the cake, those ones I know they're you know legitimately back themselves or ones that I had zip zip tied and actually dumped hand I know that what they are, you know. I'll I'll toss those in the mix too. So uh, auto and then I'm doing uh, more of the West Coast stuff, man. People want more of the uh, I'm probably gonna do an S1 on the gangster cookies, which is lemon cookies. Uh a Hindu, a Hindu perp cross with uh, uh, my god, I have a, I have a brain, uh, brain fart here. Uh, anyways, I think I'm doing uh, I'm redoing the, the gangster the purple pheno that I have the P3 pheno. People really want that, and I did too, it was really good smoke and good productive. Um, and then of course the I'm doing the uh the the land the, the airline. I'm doing a giant wave. Uh, I actually traded my Zuzu truck. I had a four-door turbo, you know, nice four-wheel drive Zuzu and the land next door. I asked 10, 12 years ago if they wanted to sell the land next to us because it's uh there's a main road and the land goes up to the main road and then goes to like the, there's a T, which is our village road, comes out to a main road. It's like a corner lot. I mean. It's really cool because it's the main road. And, yeah, I mean, it's the kind of thing with the gas station or something like the and That's what it looks like, that corner. So I wanted that, and they didn't want to sell it. Um, and then I hear that the people that actually were the the little the ones that called the popo on us because of our plans were actually wanted to buy land. I was like, oh my god, are you kidding me? I mean, I don't really dig those people anyways because they're kind of like rats and um, nosy. And if they live right here over our fence line, it's going to be way worse. And I don't like them. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I went, re, re, I went, I sold my truck and, and gave my wife the money to buy the land outright. So that's going to be that this, this whole spot over here is going to be dedicated to the, the, the heirloom project, which I'm starting currently. And then uh, what else I got? Um, a couple of mutants I'm still playing with also back here. I've got the uh, Freaky Fuel, Freaky Fuel uh, S1. It's a feminized. It's the uh, the OG Kush F2 uh, and then I S1. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess it's like an F3 S1 because I, you know, the terminology. I'm a dinosaur man. It's hard for me to. To kick the right terminology, I, I mean, I know what I did. It's hard to understand, right? But anyway, so I knocked Fem OG Pollen on the freak show. So I'm testing some of that to see if I get any any good leaf mutation as well as better production, a little bit of gas, and you know, a little more strength. Yeah, my OG, my OG that I have is the most tested strain and most pretty stable. You know, and and does good stuff. I like the not the OG stuff, man. It makes really good hybrids. You know. Oh yeah. 
Is there anything, uh, you know, you talked a little bit about broadleafs not liking it here. Uh, I know any, I've grown quite a bit in the tropics now. Um, the African lines do really well. You know, any of your tr traditional quote unquote sativas and narrow leaves do well. Um, what other ones would you, you say do well or don't do well in the more tropical environments? Uh, I noticed that my, uh, for some reason, the, uh, the, my, the holy shit, which is 707 headband times the uh, holy grail. I think they're more thinly dominant in that blood. They didn't. They didn't really. They didn't. Uh, they didn't shut shut down as much. They stayed pretty happy. You know, they stayed pretty beat out and praying through the heat when they were underneath the shade. Uh, where the OG and the uh, like my per the I have a, I have a Wukong OG. I call it Wukong OG. Uh, it's a perp D is a gorilla glue perp D cross that I, that I had knocked back to my OG Kush. And, uh, that one does, does better than the pure OG for some reason. I don't know if that's because of the GG4 in it or maybe because of the perp D I know I was a sour, the East coast sour diesel cross into a, uh, man, I can't remember the perp. It's bad, but it was a buddy of mine from the East coast. that was, doing indoor in, uh, in the NorCal there. And I got the cut from because I smoked the stuff. And I said, dude, I need that. I want that. I want to smoke kicked down. So, and then I knocked it. So it made a, so the Wukong, that does great here. Uh, but the, the Pure OG, uh, now the, the F3, I think it's a little bit better outdoor, but you can't put it in this still outdoor in this full sun. It's just, it doesn't work. Um, free show hybrids. They actually do okay. Uh, bomb show, THC bomb time fruit show is great outdoor. I saw William where you're going to go see him. He ran, he ran seven, seven strains or maybe a few more than that that I got to go walk through. But on a big level, so there was like 350 plants that were seven different varieties or maybe ten different. I don't know. I can't remember if they started 350 that I saw there. And then they had the backup, so they did have all 700. Or, or I'd say 600 or 650, you know, I, I'm sure not every bean popped, but he said that like almost all did pop. So that's cool. I, I love hearing that. <laughs> um, but that was, that was epic. Walking through five years of work and seeing like all of these heirloom hybrids. You got like everything that was, that was heirloom hybrids from Freak Hybrid to Pink Lemonade which is a uh, Laytonville perp from, uh, you know, from which is strain I've had since 90, 93 or four. I got that. I got those seeds and I, mean, I kept them all the way to here. And I lost them when I moved here. That was part of the ones that got tossed in the back of the truck. I lost my Laytonville purple pure. They tossed every, I started the last bit of beans and I had like 15 beans or eight, six pounds, something like that. And they did tuck them all in the back of the truck. So I lost all it. Lost a lot of my favorite smoke when they came. That's why I was so bitter. That well, sucks, especially after spending that much time on uh, on collecting them. You know, and having them, some of them, like I was intimate with those. Man. I had them for so long. I've grown them every year. You know, and yeah. uh, I mean, I still got. I still have. You know, I still have a chance to pull the Layton Bill, the Layton Bill perp. I can still maybe pull that phenol dominant out of the uh the pink lemonade out here but it's crossed with pink panther and that's an la cut that was real popular 
in the mid 2000s. Uh, really, really high grade pot. I mean, I don't get wrong, it's really good smoke. It's really colorful. That's why it's pink panther, pink, uh, pinks and purples all through it and stem everything. Like all plants is color. Uh, but the productive side, I was not happy at all. I didn't like it. Uh, not enough for calorie production, but over here it's fine. You know, it means it's just not really so much of a, you know, rat race, get down the pipe, productive thing. Uh, so, but I have a salary saw. I grew it out a couple times, uh, twice. Em actually, he grew it through and he dug it. Um, he got a good feel of the LP. I remember seeing that, you know, show through the video at that time, face chat. I could see that. I had that. I could see the leaf structure. I knew he would got color and all that. And same here, I got it. And it's so productive that phenotype is amazing. The genotype, phenotype that comes out of the same parents can be so different. You know, that's why I hopefully I can hunt some of my old blood out. And it's crazy. The beans are eight, eight years old, I guess. The, yeah, they're eight years old now. And they still pop, man. I got them in the refrigerator. They were in the fridge there. The only time they weren't in the fridge was the was traveling here. And other than that, they just break back into the refrigerator, you know. So uh what else you know I, the hive that the, the tie heirlooms you know the, the, or the hybrids i should say the hybrids they 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 do seem to do good most of the phenos unless they go well i can't say like the og the sign og over here at five phenos even the one that's cut hanging and drying right now it's already finished the same mom same dad but this the, the other ones some of them have six weeks still at least six weeks to go while this other one from the same plant is already hung and dried trichomed tri out and smelling OG dumb big time. And structure looks like OG. It just is it's got a you know it's got like a sweet back that it never had. See that's from the, the tie. So it's got a different tone to it. And I haven't smoked yet. I'm waiting man. I, I, I'm getting ready to go up here but it's got probably another two, three days of cure. I told him okay man. And I pulled up there the other day and he was wet trimming it. I thought, oh stop, stop. No, 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 no. You don't want to do that. I don't leave all the leaves on it. I'm all here. The rest, the other half of the plant, watch. I'll show you. We'll do a test here, bro. Let this stuff hang and cure the way it is. And then, you know, the stuff you already trimmed right there next to it. And, and we're all cured and, and ready. Uh, you can take your loop and you can look at the look at the surface of the bud that you cleaned, the tr wet trim, and then look at the, the trichome, the chirps. They actually, they do... They do change when they're going through the process of curing. They don't stay the same. The, the, I've already done it years ago. And the, the quality of the smoke and even the look of the smoke on a, on a, on a zoom level like that, when you can get 100 times zoom a loop like that, it's not even the same. It's not the same uh, product at all. It's like throwing it in the trim machine. It, it's, just, it's bad. Uh, I, yeah. I would have, you know, you can do what you want, but I personally would never like <laughs> trimming. <laughs> what, uh, what type of grow method do you use? Uh, dirt light or soil? Yeah, how do you grow? Are you doing living soil? Are you doing uh, uh, yeah, all compost, baby compost? It's Siam soil, man. We all, if anybody needs soil in the country, right here, my wife needs Siam soil. We got it. And any nutrients for that matter. We got all that stuff. Uh, awesome. yeah, I can grab the bottle. Sure. 
Let's see if this will, uh, yeah, this one's nice. This one, i give you a little show right here. This is the egg hormone. We've got, the, you know, your uh, normal red juicy, the EM-based, you know, the red juicy that the Altai's user, you know about that, right? No, I don't know about any of that. I'd love to be educated on it. I'm sure our yeah, listeners yeah. would as well. There we go. Yeah, this uh, this red one—it's got to be the sun. Let me see if I can get green to get this light. Is that like PS, uh, PSB and KNF? Yeah, it's the. He it starts off with like this EM stuff that a lot of. Uh, I could probably get the bottle for you. I could get my wife to bring the bottle. EM one. Yeah, EM one. There you go. Thank you. Yeah, I'm yeah. bad, bro. Like I said, I, I, I just, I'm so, and this is egg hormone. And like, maybe I can get this. That's too bright. There we go. Watch, this stuff's alive. I'm going to have to be careful because there it comes. Yeah, you have to do this. Otherwise, sometimes I've had a bottle blow up and it will stink the whole entire house. Now, this stuff, some of it is not okay. We have fish emulsion. We have fish emulsion, uh, fruit hormone, vegetable hormone, uh, all this giant thing of natural bug deterrent that's got like everything in the kitchen sink in there. Um, what else? Man, there's so much. We get garbage cans out there marinating of so much stuff that she she's on to this uh Siam style, man. The old school. If it isn't broke, don't fix it, don't try and reinvent the wheel type thing. What's been being styled have been used here uh since the start. She watches all these old school polyai and and then a little bit and may I, you know, like grandma and grandpa shows that uh showed the styles on making all these teeth or you know ferments and and uh and the biochar and the um you know the rice holes and uh buffering the rice holes prior and then composting everything else and so we've got three sections out here we've got the outdoor that's underneath like one of those nets that you know the shade netting and that sits out, that one gets marinated. First, everything gets marinated, like I said, and then it goes into a big pile, gets mixed. EM poured through it a lot, marinating through the process, to add to the heat. Um, once it sits out there for about, I'd say almost a month outside, it gets all moved underneath the carport onto, the, onto uh, the mix, or more of a mixing area, gets mixed up again. And that's where we add like, you know, cow manure, some chicken, bat, uh, you know, all the goodies. I'm not going to say everything. Otherwise, you know, I'm not going to say all the little things. But anyways, that's basically you get the drift. And then it composts out. That's where it gets really hot. And it takes about another 40 days uh, to get the heat going where it's safe to, to grow it because it's hotter. And, you know, melt your shoes off, you know, that kind of thing. You know, 
Um, and once it's broken down, then it gets transferred from there to actually inside, uh, inside our, my wife commandeered her big sister's house. So, um, literally it's, a it's a, now, uh, one side is a soil mixing area and, uh, and the other side is like an indoor, uh, veg, 18 hour veg area that she, her, her play area with plants that I stay out of it. She hates me because. She's been trying, she got used to the flower thing in Cali, making racks and, and getting them off. And now over here, it's open and everybody wants flour and she wants to make racks and get them off. But so every time she makes a flower, all, and she's not looking, I'll go through and dust them all, you know? And then she's, you know, and she'll see the zip tie on it. She'll be, asshole, you just did it again. And, and I feel I can't help it. I'm sorry. I just, Needed, needed to hit that because I see that this male with that and she don't want to hear it. She's over it. She hates me in the seeds. So um, it's sickness, but it, whatever, you know, it is what it is. She hasn't She's been on the flower, flower plants for four to five years, bro. I'm serious. I feel bad. I, I told her I won't do it anymore. I swear I won't do it anymore. She can have all the flowers she wants. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Can you tell us a little bit more about that egg um, protein? Uh, that's not something I've heard of before. Yeah, so we've got two different ones. We've got actually the egg protein one, and the other one's a calcium eggshell. So, and now the eggshell takes a while. It takes a while to, uh, for the egg to dissolve the shell. Now, so that one, that process is almost like a fishing mold. You just gotta wait. Um, but that's why we have. Uh, I mean, I could walk you out there, man. I've got uh, Wi-Fi here. I could walk you out there and yeah. show you live. These, these yeah, we'd love to see it, man. If, you, if you're yeah. up for showing us, we, there's mm -hmm. lots of people here that enjoy watching us, and uh, got quite a few people watching now. Thanks everybody for watching us on a an early, early morning show instead of a uh, an afternoon show or evening show. But uh, I'm sure everyone's having a good time. Yeah, and then we'll take a little spin out here. And then for those of you guys watching, we'll be down at, uh, or I'll be down, he, he may or may not be there, but uh, I'll be there at the, uh, there's a, a big cannabis market in um, Bury Ram uh, every Saturday. It's kind of like an open air farmer's market for weed. So we're going to go check that out. Yeah, I'll, I'm going to, I'm going to go, I'm going to try and make it priority. I'll get some, some packs ready and maybe come down and bring up some packs oh yeah man like i said too we'll have uh, all the different types of testing and stuff here man we'd love to support you and work with you in the future out here in in, in, in the dark and this is my wife Lek, and she's out here playing with the dirt hey uh, i get a warm ship oh you're getting she's getting sidey and key she's getting worm castings oh nice oh, okay Oh, wow. Look at that. They're nice, too. Oh, you should tell everybody about the size of the worms in Thailand because they're fucking huge. Oh, yeah, dude. Serious. You're for real there. I've There's 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 worms here as big as the snakes back in California. Yep. Like your uh, your normal everyday garden snake, the little black ones with the yellow stripes that you see, garden snakes. They have worms here that would probably swallow those. 
For real. I saw, it, I saw a worm today. No lie, it was at least eighteen inches long. I couldn't believe it, and bigger than around than a than a sharpie, like huge. I don't know if there's enough light here. Well, there, this is funny. Here you go. Here's, here's an eggshell. It's funny. Oh, yeah, we can see. Man. Can you see? I don't know which one this is. Oh, my God, the smell. Can you see? I mean, I can't see the screen if you can. But that's, uh, that's the good stuff there, man. Hey, sweetie pie, what is this one right here? The white, solid white, white out. She knows, I have to get her. She knows them all, man. I don't, I'm not sure. Here we go. The white mold? This one here, the white, the good, yeah, the, the white mold. Just like uh, you put make in the dirt and they're going to go big. You know? Yeah, yeah, I know it's for the, yeah. So this will start that good bacteria growing in your soil. Your living soil, this is like the, this is an activator. <laughs> But what what is that? What are you mixing there to create this? Oh, we put the rice and uh. That's the rice. Yeah, well, that's okay. Is she familiar? There's a, a Indonesian natural farming method called jakaba, which is like a rice wash mushroom. It's like a, a aquatic mushroom you grow in it. It's good for the garden. I don't yeah, know I use. That's what I use back. Oh, I used mushroom compost in California. That's where I grew. I, I never uh, like bought soil. I mean, I, I love like Route 707 organic. I always rep that West Coast. I love, you know, because they're great. Camo bag ready to rip the top and good soil. Uh, but no, I use mushroom compost and I just I just uh, spice up my mushroom compost with goodies. A uh, little extra perlite or whatever I want to do and you just blow it up, man. With, with mushroom, it's so cheap. But this is a uh, this is our soil right here. I mean, it's basically it's compost, man. It's compost um, from start to finish, man. So this was all basically rice holes when it started. Rice holes and uh, biochar we get from this uh, these these old ladies that have a noodle soup. Oh no no no! Excuse me, noodle. They're like they're like a. Big production. Oh, here we go. Here's all the. Uh, she pulled out all the. Yeah, they are. You can feel the balls. The uh, worm castings. Nice. And this is her little little play area. Very cool. This Isan style. <laughs> My office. And we're in that, uh, we managed, yeah, but there's literally one, there's probably 30 garbage cans of different stuff out here. I mean, it'd be better if I had like, yeah, she's got stuff like the root hormone stuff that's basically for your roots. She's got the, her own, uh, you know, bug, you know, mite that, the, you know, the, the, the red mite here is a joke, but they've got like over 20 different mites breeds over here which i was like wow we like what three or four two or three here in the states right. i saw like three i think california they had like 20 or something or something here like what that's what chupa this is uh so this is like uh uh isan avid right there like a isan uh miticide and anyways bug deterrent in general that in the yeah. bottle this yeah so this is all 
she like gets a, a lot of people that get this, you know. And here's the here's the thing: you be careful. I ran out of uh, liquid kelp, and uh, actually, I didn't run it out of it. What happened is, I believe that my kelp bottle got hot in the sun, started off some sort of, and it was a, so it's a liquid concentrate. I used to use this back in the states. The same, not the same, but the same. I know liquid concentrate kelp when I see it. it's like maxi, but like already mixed with water at a high, high concentrate level. Yep. So. So you can take a teaspoon or you can take a tablespoon of this stuff and put it in a five gallon bucket and that tablespoon is going to turn that water black. So, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I, uh, I foliar spray with kelp I'd start, you know, through you know, every once in a while I hit them with kelp and, and, uh, and, mag and, uh, and, and, uh, excuse me, Epsom salts is what I like to do. It makes the plants happy, green, whatever. So I spray them and it, it kills everything in my, grow room everything died after i folded it they basically i checked the roots after everything like went south it was like a day and a half and they were upside down dried dead and ate holes in some of the leaves it was like whatever was the bacteria i can tell you that um and a ph level like the, something ph that real bad it looked like or, or and or a bacteria and I had seedlings, and it's these right here that I gave her because of the, you can see the edging on the leaves are still fried. These little seedlings, some are autos that are already in flower because they're autos. They're not going to get anything. So I just, I gave up once I saw the overspray. And that was just very little mist. The, the, the seedlings weren't even near the other stuff that I was, well, near enough to get overspray. But I, I didn't spray them. And that's when I was like, wow. So I, the only thing, that I could think of, I know, was that kelp must have got hot. I could see it looked like the bottle got hot. So I, I, I showed her the bottle. I said, I need a new one. I want to use this. I believe it killed all the stuff. So she orders it off of what shopping you said? Lazada. Off Lazada, dude, this is not kelp. They put like a tablespoon of kelp in this bottle and fill the rest with water because you can... Yeah, I could dump this whole thing in a five and it wouldn't make the, I mean, I didn't use it because I only know what it is. It's not kelp, but it's the same bottle, same brand, everything. So over here, it happened to M in Bullion. He showed me the same thing. I can't remember, like Turpinator or something, one of the things that is to import. And his was empty and he bought a new one. And it came in the same bottle with the same indention like name on the bottle. So legit bottle, but the only thing that he could showed me and it was legit was the sticker was just a little bit different just a little bit different um and that's how he knew well he already knew it wasn't the right product but the sticker difference is what he caught it wasn't exactly the same i was like wow dude they did a good job it looked pretty legit to me so you gotta be careful here i don't know that was yeah, fine we got, a, we got a couple pallets of uh of kelp powdered kelp dry so i'm not not too worried on that part but if you need some let me know we can hook you up yeah man it was the ad so yeah little things like that you can make you go well well is there anything else you want to tell people about the uh the thai market or the you know growing in thailand or the the thai uh, cannabis scene well i tell you man i uh, when you know the knife came, I I wasn't expecting for you know for it to be so open. I mean, it's it's beyond open. I've never seen anything so cool. You know, you see grandma and grandpas in the parking lot of Big C with a you know a hundred starts, you know heirloom 
stars from different sizes and it's great man i mean you see even uh i've even seen village stores a little village store i know you got one in petroboom in your little area you got a little store down the street they you know how they have those little snacks and they'd be on a uh, like a cardboard thing and they're usually tied and it's hanging there on their little racks and you can pull off the staple little things off little bag of peanuts or whatever it is you're getting well now i've got 50 baht chunks of broccoli 50 baht that you can just pull off and just buy at the store and it's just i love to see it it's pretty cool and just to see the plants in everybody's front yards now that's you know it's it's cool and and every time i see it i have to stop and buddy cup and can i take a look at your stuff <laughs> i can't help it it's great yeah man it's, it's, it's just positive really positive vibes team green man the kingdom so there, was, there was a, a place in uh, petraboon and there was like uh, uh three balconies high and all three balconies were completely filled with weed and then at street level was one of those like phone booth size police police stations and I was just dying laughing. Like I, I couldn't get a picture because we were driving and I couldn't get my phone unlocked in time. But it was like, man, that is the funniest shit ever to see the tiny little police station with the cops standing out front with all the weed above them. <laughs> That's so great. You know, it's awesome. And, and it's cool because it's, a lot of people that they're they change their outlook on, on it because now they get to hear from like buddies that smoked and maybe some of their friends didn't. And because of the fact that it was such a harsh penalty if you got you know caught up with it or whatever and so like when it opened up it opened up also i think a lot of minds people that had the wrong idea about cannabis you know that it's really a really cool plant and yeah if you know you know what you know you know what to do with it it can do a lot of amazing things if if you if you, you know if you just do it Opening it up was the smartest thing for this place. It's, it's, yeah, I mean, long census lockdown for uh, kind of the reasons really weren't the problem wasn't here. You know, it, it, you know, as I see it, but else when you know, it all stopped. And there's a big link, I think. Uh, you know, when I hear about hundred pound sacks of seeds being brought up that are, you know, 40, 50, 60 year old seeds that they all confiscated back on all those farms that shut down during when uh, our military was, you know, starting to bring up loads of it back home and pissed off or, you know, the whole war on drug thing, you know, uh, really it's, that's, that's, that's our problem over there. We didn't have to, you know, to have them stop something that the British was just fine. You know, it was because our guys were being kind of idiots, whatever. I mean, we expect them. I mean, you can't, we can't blame them. I mean, come on. So, but they don't see it that way. And I understand it. But, uh, but I think there's a big link in the genetic seed chain here that got taken. And here's the thing when they shut down the farms, of course, they took the beans, man. They're not going to let them have this good stuff because otherwise they wouldn't be growing and exporting if it's bammer land race that gives you nothing they're, they're going out they're sending out the high church whatever like the chocolate coffee smells that i don't see anymore i don't i smelled it way back and i watched my dad's buddies talk about no ceiling for weed you know i remember when 
OG Kush came out. And I remember my dad's girlfriend bitching that she wanted green butt, green butt. She wants this. And it's like 415 ounce back in the 80, late 80s, you know, is when I think the first uh, OG came out, if I'm saying it corrected, but uh, green butt basically. They were calling homegrown green bud, and the prices were, you know, amazingly high. And my dad was like, "Man, why would you want that stuff when you can smoke this this Thai stuff here that's stronger and it's like free?" You know, you know, why would you? Want you know, I just remember that I was a kid hearing that kind of little conversations that uh, that I don't see any weed that's no ceiling here, land uh, or alien wise. I mean, I see all the sweets, yeah, a lot of the fruits and sweet stuff, and you know, candy candies and bananas and I mean, real, a lot of that real, um, real sweet. I can see, you know, that's why it's the, the hybrids make are so awesome depending on what you put into the hybrid, uh, you know, into that, into that heirloom sweet smell. You do get a lot of really cool flavors coming back out. That's really awesome. Uh, I haven't had a chance to, to grow uh, uh, as many ties as you have, but uh, a few I have, like I said, uh, have all been uh, lemon. We have a, about 400 Thai stuff uh, that we have currently that we're going to be popping uh, or we've already popped that are, you know, we're going to pheno hunt through and then uh, we're kind of looking to get, you know, get our hands on some more to pheno hunt some more and, and find some good lines. Man, good. Uh that's what I'm on. That's what I do, man. Every every day, I'm always uh, trying to network. Uh, well, trying to you know get in touch with people here locally because uh, there's a lot more stuff being grown. Than you really know. I mean, you know, not everybody has it in the front yard, but you throw it on the back, and sometimes they have a you know 15 foot air heirloom out there. You're like, oh my god, you know, just some of the plants you get so huge, man. When they're in the natural environment and everything's clicking and they're not loaded with bites man they really just man they're beautiful plants now are you growing in outdoor or are you in screen houses or greenhouses or? i have got i've got one greenhouse up right now i've got this uh 30 30 by or excuse me uh 15 by 30 foot 15 by 30 that's five by meters here yeah i got a tram <laughs> But yeah, so uh, I got that. I got that. I'm trying to wait for a skin, a legit skin. I need to find some plastic. I had plastic out there. I ordered this stuff. They said it was six mil. I, once again, it came. My wife ordered it, and it came, and it was more like 0.6 mil. And then like it was a, it was a clear trash bag. It was huge. I mean, that's basically what I saw. And my buddies put it up, and I saw right away when they're putting it up. Some of the, some of it was stretching, and I already had holes when they were trying to attach. And I was like, man, the first good win, that stuff's gone, you know? Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm trying to get like a really clear, uh, uh, something that is legitimately like a six mil, just relatively clear. I don't want any opaque because I'm going to put that on really tight. And then I'm going to take that black netting and tighten that over it's because I'm trying to get like woven poly UV, which is, you know, let's air through, but not condensation. That's what I use back home. So you wouldn't get any like, water up there and stuff and breathable except for when i was doing the giant dam over the whole thing that was different because i had a pan of plastic going over it <clears throat> but 
uh, Chair Aldor, <coughs> uh, you know, I think Blue Pound's the way to go here. You got to have it. Um, a shaded green or, a, you know, like a, a shade cloth, but with uh, the clearest plastic so that it doesn't really hamper the light or cut it at UV. Just let that netting do that. That's what I figure. That's what I think going through trial and error here. That's what I want to run. I think I'll get the happiest and plenty of light uh, lumen power still to make, create tight, hard flowers. So that's what I'm going to run next. And then, of course, outdoors, when I run there, I don't want them in a greenhouse. I want them outside natural, at least the stuff that's untouched from here. Then I'm starting now. It's all going to go on that, that land that I traded for the truck. I'm dedicating that to the, the, the heirloom section, you know, for hunting out what these, uh, these local team greens is, is sent to us, which is a, a glut, a lot. And we're running and, um, plastic, plastic roofs, and then we're running thrip screen for the walls. This way it can breathe. And then we have umbrella tops so that they can dump the heat out. And, and that, that seems to be work temperature wise and everything. It seems to be working well. We do, you know, we, we did have a couple of bug problems when I first got here. I think we've gotten everything under control. We, it's only in the one greenhouse that we have a minor issue. So I'm not overly concerned about it. You know, worst case scenario, we clone everything, we dip it and restart and, you know, right. we can't, no big deal. Um, I did find at a different grow that we visited though, um, a, a broad mite species that is smaller than any of the ones I've seen in the U.S. and it caused that little leaf curl. You know what I'm talking about? Have you seen yes. those out here? Mm -hmm. Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And white fly, man. There's a lot of white fly here. Amazing. Yeah, I saw a white fly up in the mountains this weekend or this they week, are, rather. A, couple of days ago. a lot here in East, uh, in this area. There's a lot. Man. I, I was fighting them uh, two, two, uh, not last round, but the round before I. Had them it was, it was because of, I had the stuff that was inside from start, no problems because I, I inputted something that was outside. I brought something from outside, brought it in, and that's it, it didn't take but a week. And I started noticing these things jump from plant to plant. I was like, oh, you've got to be kidding me. So I had to take everything out and clean it up real good. And then, uh, of course, clean the room out. Ah, fun. Yeah, the bugs here are uh, California. Yeah, they don't realize how lucky they are with what they have there because there's so much they have we have the same that's there but if you can imagine way strong the red bites here are just amazing they will disintegrate your plant and they you know they you know, whatever every three days but it's just that uh, yeah it's hard to keep up with that and then they've got all these other leaf miners and they've got so many butterflies here and so many caterpillars and different types uh as well as snails and we've got like uh, so many different snails and those things are literally they, they'll disintegrate your stock and they're dirty and they leave nasty stuff and and then the ants um i've never seen ants so gnarly ever in my life they take the cake they'll 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 eat your seedlings they'll eat the top even if your seedlings on the second set they'll devour every bit of leaf and leave you just a stick and they'll do it like really quick I saw these lace, but I'm assuming they're lace bugs. They could also be, I guess, a, a larva of a stink bug or shield bug, but I, I'm 95% sure they're, they're lace bug uh, family. Uh, I saw these at a grow too that seem to be on a lot of the plants, 
but they didn't seem to be feeding on them. Like there was no damage or no visible feeding sites. And I thought that was kind of strange. Um, but the one grow, I had them on about 50% of their plants, but they didn't seem again to be doing anything, you know, negative to the plant, but yeah. Um, that kind were, of were they moving around? Yeah. Yeah. Were yeah. Well, some of them were, some of them weren't. I, some of them were just yeah, chilling. It kind of looks like a, it looks like a larva or something. Yeah, it looks like a, a you know juvenile of some kind of bug. But again, I I, I didn't get a chance to really. I, I didn't want to take them home, obviously. So. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. There's a yeah. I've I've gotten a lot of bug pictures myself, man. It's stacked up. I just start sharing sharing them. So I don't worry. I just I, I take pictures of them, so I have them for like my. So I have them. So if I see stuff, I can pull them out my phone and look at my bug section. But I'll start sharing my bug section. I got some crazy stuff myself. Uh, stuff that's just you don't see, man. Larva or full-size bugs. Some of them are just like, and what do you think of the fireflies? I mean, is that cool or what? I haven't see seen them? fireflies yet. Oh, oh, man. Yeah, there's a lot of them, man. They're big here. They get fireflies. They're huge, man. You like put it in your hand. And it's like, those light up through your I mean, real bright, huge ones. Whoa. That's yeah, dope. dude. You look at their abdomen, dude. And it, yeah, there you go. Mancom. My kid loves those. My kid, uh, he likes collects those guys. He'll keep it for like an hour and he'll let it go. But he always can hang out with these things. I found him uh, in the pool the other day and he was a bit tired. So I took him out and yeah, dried him off. I can't tell. Because there's these other ones that fucking like live on, excuse my legs, but they live on like shit, you know? Uh, they look like them. I can't tell if that's one of those or if that's a lady. Because the men, the men have the, the double. Big, big, yeah. Yeah, and the ladies, I think, don't have that. Yeah, we've been doing, uh, actually, I'll, maybe it's a good time to plug this real quick, if I can pull the picture up here. Um, this is what we did today. Uh, you guys can check out my YouTube. We have another video. Um, and uh, or my Instagram, but uh, we made a bunch of IPMO rice today. So I oh, uh, went down to the local market and and bought uh, a couple kilos of, of crickets and uh, and made some IPMO rice. So um, you make the you familiar with IMO from Korean Natural Farming? No, I'm not. So you, you cook rice about 80% of the way and you put it in a basket. Um, Uh, okay. Let me let me let me find the right picture here. Hold on. Um, but basically, uh, here we go. This is a better way to put it. And we'll have a whole long format video on this. With we did thirty collection baskets, so we'll definitely get a couple of good ones. Um, but you can see here we cook the rice with the crickets about eighty percent of the way. Then we put it in a basket like this, and then set it out in the forest. Uh, and collect the local fungi fungi that would normally oh. feed on, on insects. Yeah, so you I saw you. Yeah, yeah, I saw you. Weaponize the local uh, um, predatory microbial fungi uh, against uh, you know the, the local population. So it works out really good. And again, we put out thirty collection baskets like this. Um, you know, we'll definitely get a couple of good collections or quite a few good collections out of that, and, and quite a bit of diversity too. We'll have some good, some bad to show you guys. You know a bunch of different uh, ones that, that we put out so i'm super excited about that and uh we have a preview video i posted on instagram on youtube so check that out right on yes that's cool i've never seen that that's awesome but i know what you're talking about because i saw you uh 
in that bamboo grove and seeing all that 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 beneficial molds that are growing all underneath that so you pick it up and to be just growing underneath the 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 the, the, the ground layer of stuff on well that's beautiful yeah i woke up this morning and this was blooming outside too we have quite a few uh quite a few of these guys on the property as well so uh really I, i've never seen one in full flower so that was a really a good treat this morning yeah it's been a minute wow it's been a fun day today for sure um yeah. one other thing i wanted to mention just because it's ridiculous Okay, so imagine you going through the forest knowing that there's quite a few different vipers and cobras and other things here. How are you supposed to see a snake when the normal vines look like that? Like that, mm -hmm. that's just like trolling. Yeah, that is a freaky out right there, man. You turn around, not ready for that unit jump. Right? You're not going to see a snake in that. There's no, no. way. Or any of those. No. You got to watch out, man. Because it's real, man. Over here, man, you got to watch out, man. Because there's some stuff here that you, I mean, I don't even know if you can get anywhere quick enough, dude. They, they're bad. Well, thankfully, uh, I'm, I've actually used to work with venomous snakes in the pet trade. So I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty familiar with what to do and not to do. But I'm actually stoked because on the way to. I've come across some snakes fishing, bro, in the jungle and the cuts, climbing through bushes like an idiot. Yeah, because I want to get at that spot. Yeah, it's not mm -hmm. worth it anymore. I won't do it. I've uh, I've had close calls now and stuff. Yeah, pissing off, pissing off the local wildlife because I'm climbing through their stuff. Um, so yeah, I quit. I kind of stay in uh, a nice open area where I can see everything now because I've had some close calls. I had a cobra one night, one day that that takes the cake. I bit um, huge cobra, and it was all pissed off, and it was all standing up, doing the doing the side to side thing, and I, I and I was, it was a little windy, so I didn't really I didn't see it. I heard it, but I didn't know that's what I was hearing. I thought it was the wind and stuff, and and uh, when I went to turn around, I moved my lure in. I was getting ready to leave because it was so windy. It kept blowing my lure off where I wanted to throw it. It was just one of those days you're like, man, this is too windy. I can't get my lure to set where I want it. So I'm out of here. And when I turned around, that's when there was like literally three feet, man. It could have hit when I wasn't looking because that's how close it was. But it didn't, thank goodness. Um, but it, this thing would had a dinner plate head on. Man. This thing was huge, dude. And it was probably as big around as you know, it was, ah, dude, it was huge, dude, okay? And it was only half of it. I saw half of the snake. The other half was underneath the pile of banana leaves, which I believe this was a female and had eggs. That's the only reason would it be so pissed off. And I'm not even near it where it's coming out, but I'm in this, I'm in the area. I'm close enough, obviously. And here's the thing. Uh, I'm used to steelhead fishing and stuff like that and salmon fishing and you don't want to cast a shadow or or, or or if you see this steelhead in the water if you see it you ain't getting shit because if you saw it it's already seen you. that you know about that you know that's how it is when you yeah like that that's you know line uh, shy fish and stuff like that you need small everything okay so i kind of walk quietly here that's not good you want to walk loud here you want to kick shit and knock bushes and step on branches say snap so wildlife in the area can hear you coming and leave. That's I. That's one thing I would do because I creep it. 
because I don't want the fish to see, hear me because that's yeah. something I'm used to doing. So I crept in. I think I crept in. That snake didn't hear me come in and then they heard me fishing or whatever, stepping, snapping, shit, because I'm not thinking what I'm doing now because I'm casting yeah. and trying to hear it. Yeah. And I turned around and then, like I said, dude, the first thing was like, wow, that's a beautiful snake. But I was like instantly like, dude, this is a bad position to be in right here. You know? Not cool. I mean, too close. I mean, way too close, man. Way too close. So I, uh, I, I didn't pick my leg up. I just slid, slid the foot that was the front back, and then did the same thing. I didn't really pick it up. I just kind of hovered it around the all over the ground so I could slide it. I didn't pick up. I was scared to move, really. Um, and I cocked my pole back. You know, I got my pole ready. Like if it did, I was gonna hit the thing with my pole. But I don't even think. The weight of the pole would would even move that snake, but I don't think I could deter it if it if it you know it was too big. It was huge, and uh, like third step back, I felt the distance. I saw like even if it hit me, it tried. I I, I it ain't gonna hit me. I could go, and I just turned and ran. It was quick. You know, did a couple quick hops to get a distance, and I uh, looked back. And I, when I looked back, I it, it, it was turning back, going back in to the banana leaves and that's when i got to see the back of the head clear as day uh it was the, the it was the one that has the two white circles uh and then around the circles is that black ribbon and the ribbon goes down and meets on the back of the head like that it goes down it has mm -hmm. that's what i that's what it was i don't know i don't know if they call that cobra here but i think it's an mm -hmm. indian cobra that they have here but it's like a really big in india they also have them here. Jong-An, it's either a Jong-An, they call it, or a, a Mual. I can't I get it mixed up because one's just got one big circle, and that's the most potent one I hear in the country. Is that one that has one big circle, just like an eye on the back. That one, uh, that one there, you better be close to a hospital because you only got like minutes after that thing hits you. The King Cobra uh, is probably one of the most famous because the it's not the venom is not as strong as it is that one that has the circle on the back, but um, it can dump so many cc's of of of, of uh, toxics that it kills elephants here. So it sounds like the king cobra takes the cake. <clears throat> one, the one you saw, I'm looking at the back of them here, it was a monocle cobra, which is a... Mo monocle. That's the one yeah. we have as well. We have that here. Yep. Yeah, well, that's what I saw, and it was huge, dude. And I, you know, you know, then I, you know, there was a grandma that was getting ready to walk in the same area I was because she had a pepper thing and a whole little garden. Because what it was, school. There's a school, then there's a a pond. You can't fish the pond. It's part of the school. No, you can't do that. But then it then it goes up to this a stretch of land that's between this pond and the, and then there's like a thirty feet wide. The stretch of land that I'm on that banana trees and, and this garden this old grandma had a garden and there's a there's a canal that you can fish the canal so it was canal walking dirt and then a then, a, then another pond and uh, a school so uh, I went out there and the, the grandma was coming up and getting ready to walk in there as I'm coming out of there freaking like freaking and uh and I said, well, I want to cut you. I said, you don't want to go in there. Just, you know, I said, you know, I know how to say snake. I, I just said, no, 
you like that, Jomon, she's got the picture. I said, and my name, the Aymak, big gal, you know, big. Yeah, there it is. This is, the, oh. this is the evil one. This is the spitting cobra here. This is the one you really don't want to run into. That And they have that here. Yeah. Yeah, that this one here, that snake is what uh, this lady right down the street here, that's what got her. She went outside amazing or and went to take a piss. This old older lady out here, you know, because outside, I guess. But she went to squat to take a piss outside and one of those shot her in the face. And I think and also bitter, sprayed her and bitter, both. That's what I saw. That's exactly, that's it. That is exactly what I saw, but it was darker. It was a little bit darker than that, I think, maybe the picture, but it looked a little bit darker in the body. But it was that definitely that's exact it, the two black things with this with the white connecting. Do y'all never forget that? Ever in my life will I ever forget that symbol on the back of the snake. It's burned into my in my brain for life. And you live actually not that far from the uh, the Cobra Temple, right? That's down near you, kind of. I'm not. Sh no, I don't know about that. Oh, okay. Yeah, there. I was talking to the people I go with, and they're saying that it's pretty close to there. So we might stop there and, and see that. Well, I tell you, I've you know, yeah, I've seen many cobras on the road. Dead. I mean, dude, a lot. I go fishing, I, and I'm not like that. I'm always running around the buddies' houses, and you know, a lot. I'm, I'm always out. My wife never goes anywhere. I can't get her to go anywhere. She just wants to stay home and play with the plant. So that's great. But I see dead cobras, babies, you know, little babies that, that are on the that you can tell it wasn't like a truck, it was a motorcycle guy because it's not all mutilated. It's just like got a you know headshot and they got killed. But dude, you're dead, like that one right there. They have that that. The little ribbon thing like that. I've seen those babies. They already have the marks just like that. I mean, right off the get go, they have. They look like a mini, you know, cobra. I mean, they look like an adult right from the get go. And I see them dead all the time. Sad. I don't like seeing. It. I like snakes. I just don't want to get nailed by one of these things, man. And I mean, again, I've seen a snake that was over thirty feet long here. I couldn't believe it with your own eyes right there in front of you. There's a snake that is like. The size of a 10 inch subwoofer around in the middle midsection. And then it gets literally, blah, blah, you know, 30 feet, 10 meters, man, a snake uh, in rice, our student uh, sugarcane field uh, with my wife. That, that was the biggest snake I've ever seen in my life. And I didn't, I mean, I've seen movies and stuff like that and all the big snakes on movies, but this is literally the head of it. You could like, the head was like, um, because the way it's shaped like a pit bull, like uh, the jowls, the muscles on a on a dog, how they get big and fat on the side like that. That's how it was. Like over the neck of it, it flared out to this fucking giant head, dude, in the mouth. I mean, I just I never seen a snake get that big, man. And it was dead. It's saddest thing ever. And it's so sad because they burned the sugarcane field. I believe it got disoriented and the smoke killed it because it didn't have much burn marks on it at all. It just I think the smoke, it couldn't breathe. It, the smoke killed it. Um, but it was laying, you know how the, the tractors make grooves and there's like a dip. You, you've seen it out here in the fields where it's like perfect, like where the tractor drags that and they plant on top of the, on the, on the peaks 
they put the stuff on the peak and the valleys catch the water. Well, it was laying in one of those valleys straight as an arrow. So it was like you got to see this snake and you just walk, you know, 20, 10 steps, whatever, to get all the way down. It was just huge. I've never seen it. It was so big. Nuts. Thailand, Thailand's got some big, big snakes, man. What's that there? Is that? You guys have Burmese pythons and reticulated pythons. Reticulateds are up there with anacondas in terms of size. But these are, you have crates too, the Malayan crate and, and these. And these ones, you get bit by one of these, you're just, you're fucked. There's no, I don't think there's an antivenom for those. Yeah, those, are those water snakes, by the way? No, no, no. These are land snakes in Thailand. Land these are crates. All right. Huh. Yeah, they've got another water snake here that you got to watch out for. They, the ties call it a new sing. Uh, and it's almost got like a, the end of the tail looks like it's mutated for water. It almost looks like, I don't know, dude, those things too. Yeah, look at that. See that one right there? Uh, that one with the circle on the back, the one? That, that mm -hmm. one, I believe, did we have that here too? And that's the badass, if I'm correct. So these ones, these oh. um, snakes, I've been bitten yeah. by those before. Those kind of suck. Yeah, non-venomous, huh? So, the, but they have well, one no, like so they're, they're venomous. They're rear fanged, so they have to get your nose or between your fingers. But I got bit in the hand and on the nose. I'm working in the pet trade by those, and you know the the first time I had pretty severe flu-like symptoms, and it got real numb. Uh, and then the second time, I I knew it was going to happen, so I just took a, you know, a antihistamine and and some other stuff, and you know, just kind of wrote it out. And I, it was less severe, but I think half of it had to do with me just kind of being ready for it, not freaking out. You know what I mean? Yeah, you already knew what was. So yeah, so there's another snake that looks like that, but it's got more of a shorter head and a way wider. It's a pit viper that like yep. that looks just like that snake. Yep. We have the Pope's Viper here, which is really cool. Yeah, I've seen a ton of snakes, man. I, a lot of them I don't know. They got the ones that are lacquer black. Like, if you could think of a polished black lacquer. Like, a, you know, you, you can't, the black is the black. Yeah, I don't know what those are. And they're fast, and they get huge. Wow, look at that beautiful snake. Oh, my there's God. A, so there's like, there's like 30 different species of these green tree vipers. Uh, Pope's vipers. There's a bunch of different ones named after different people, but they're all just different types of green tree vipers. Uh, there's just a shit fuck ton of them. And then again, I just showed you a picture of the forest where everything looks like a snake and yeah. everything's green or brown. And so it's yeah. just, you have to really like IMO collection is a hardcore experience here. It's not like wandering into the forest and la di da di da. You have to pay the fuck attention when you are in the forest because. There's yes. a lot of stuff that can kill you here. And it's, it's, it's much more exciting to put out those baskets. <laughs> it is, man. It is. This place is uh, keep you on your toes, man. Yeah, for sure. Wow. Well, speaking of which, yeah. uh, I think both of us have a, a bit of an earlier day tomorrow to, 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 to head down to town. But um, uh, do you want to tell everybody uh, anything else in closing or, um, or how to find you and your seeds and, and other things? Yeah. Yeah, man, if anybody's interested, uh, Mike, Mike's son is in, uh, he's uh, in Santa Rosa, California, basically, area. And, there, you know, I'm always down for bean swaps. If you don't want to, you know, uh, money's not an issue with me. I, I love to 
play with new stuff as well as new flavors. I love to always pop new stuff. So I'll, uh, you can find me on Instagram, uh, Canatai Seeds. And also um, you can search Canatai Seeds on our Facebook search up there and you'll find uh, Canatai Seed Official as a group. If you want, you know, you can hit it, come into the group. It's information, basically sharing information about uh, growing techniques to anything. To, uh, people have sick leaves, they'll come in and, you know, post it, what do you think this is? And people will all kind of help each other. And then uh, there's Siam Soil Official also. And that's my wife, you know, my wife's uh, soil paint. So we're on both. And I'm Pete Juke, but my my uh, my name is in Thai, so... You know, it's hard to find me. <laughs> awesome. But, uh, you, yeah, you search Canatai Seeds on Instagram to find me. Yeah, no problem. And also Facebook, you'll find. Cool. Well, shoot me your uh, your line as well on, on IG, and then uh, and then we'll make sure we meet up tomorrow. I heard uh, there's a particular club that we should get together at around four o'clock tomorrow, and and uh, Bury Rom. So we're gonna try and make it or close to that. Um, you're gonna you're gonna bounce out and you're gonna arrive there what time do you think we're gonna leave here at like eight or nine in the morning so we'll be down there okay. earlier try to get there okay. check in the hotel and then head over it's kind of the you'll plan you'll be there by 11 30 or 12 if you leave that early or earlier yeah we'll probably stop on the way maybe do a little sightseeing so you know maybe right get on. lunch all right man well i'll, I'll, I'll get prepared i'll get all uh I'm I'm gonna write. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm happy because I get. I just got my motor rebuilt on my on my uh, my little two stroke man. I mean, I've been. I got that You know, the Honda Wave, which is the biggest bike in the country, probably the Wave. Everybody's got one of those. But I'm a two stroke uh, lover. You know, motocross back home and over here is a, amazing. All the gray market two strokes. You never see any of these things back in California. The little street bikes that are two stroke. You know, it's either a uh, it's either uh, motocross or snowmobiles if you want to ride two-stroke in the states. So, but yeah, man, I'm ready. I'll I'll, I'll be there. I'm gonna go boy man. I'm excited, man. Uh, I'm definitely looking forward to hanging out and uh, seeing the cannabis market down there. We're gonna stop it on the way back and uh, spend an hour or two at the Kamir Temple for Shiva and, and all the rest. So I'm super stoked. It's gonna be a fun weekend. Right on, man. All right. Well, uh, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for coming on. I appreciate your time and uh, looking forward to, to meeting you guys. So. Yeah. All right, man. Cheers. And thank uh, you so much. Yeah. And everybody out there, what do you cut? Uh, you know, yeah. D cup, everybody, peace. <laughs> and you guys, you guys can, you guys can find me at uh, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, all the things that Potent Ponics are uh, growing with fishes. Um, you can also find the other open source nutrient project we have at opennutrientproject.com if you're looking for nutrient inputs and our classes at APMJ class uh, and uh, thepestclass.com. We also have a new class coming out on nutrients and microbes called um, nutrientclass.com. So uh, check that out as well. Um, all right, guys, we'll see you guys again next week. Uh, we'll have another uh, awesome guest and then we'll have some cool content, uh, maybe even some live content on Saturday. We'll see if not... Uh, Certainly have some cool videos for you guys early next week. So thanks, guys. Take it easy. Cheers. All right.